Oh yeah, it's date night with Jake and Paige, y'all, where you meet some of Charlotte's finest couples. So pull up your seat, grab a glass of wine. It's time to talk about things like laundry and taxes and the dentist and also making sweet cupcakes for your son's elementary class, which is kind of annoying because you don't really care about those other kids. So why are you doing it? We're going to find out with date night. Yeah. Hey there, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Date Night with Jake and Paige, and I'm hungry. Oh, God. Yes. Well, I am ready to skip straight to the <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going <laughs> to... We had on Chris... I thought you were going to try to say their names first. I'm still going to say... Oh, God. <laughs> Chris and Pablo Aguasilla. Close. I just good. I tried to hack through it because you were dying to make fun of me. No, I Agricia. wasn't. I, I'm very excited. Yeah, that's very close. Thank you. Um, Do you know who Chris is? Who's Chris? The Batchmaker. Don't call her Christina unless she's in trouble. Oh, boy. Mm. Well, why did you shake your shoulders it's like because that? Because I feel like it was part of the Janet Jackson song. Like, you call her Christina if she's nasty. She, wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, we just had them on and immediately recognized that, you know, yes, Batchmaker gets top billing. Pablo's hair is right behind it. Pablo's coming for you. Yeah. Pablo's coming for you real hard. Okay, his, well. Well, his hair looked amazing. His hair's amazing, but you could acknowledge it once and move on. Okay, sorry. Uh-huh. You guys both have amazing hair. Can I, I, I could not, could not you get into mo- it quickly enough with them, the fact that they are from Honduras, and that's where I was in the Peace Corps. And I'm obsessed with the country of Honduras. You are. I am. And I'm obsessed. They're the most lovely. They, by the way, they're not just, it's not like they came over here when they were three. They lived in Honduras through high school. They came over here for college. And Chris used an easy bake oven I know. as a child. So for those of you, you're familiar, let's be honest. Yep. Everyone's had the batch maker in Charlotte. If you haven't, you need to because you have never had desserts like you have from her. Her stuff is, is face melt. It's face melt. It's like, it is truly, I think like, Decadent is the mm. perfect word for you it, right? You used that word several times to the point where I almost did a drinking game. <laughs> Tell me to stop. Decadent? It's not decadent. I feel it like it's like... Dec- it, it's such a treat. It's like I would call it like rustic, casual... Rich? No, you're rustic going like... casual? You're going like royalty dessert. Our house furniture or no, it's restoration just, hardware? There's just like the, the edges aren't perfect. It's just like melted marshmallow, s'more, cookie. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. But you, yeah, that, like, that's part of the art of it. In other words, it's right. not like it because some of the like, a lot of the desserts now are super cool looking like you can make something look like a waterfall. That's or decadent. Like a, no, that's like cool, <laughs> fun looking. Which, but I feel like you and I are fully missing the point. <laughs> it doesn't taste so good. Her stuff yep. looks like you just want to. Bite its head off. Mm. <laughs> that was my David voice. Uh, mm. You want to bite the desserts head David. off? It was a fun uh, podcast, reference. and like many of them go, Pablo was like he was like taking all the questions. Oh my god, I like, love it! I, I love it person, too. He's like, I got this, babe. And the she's person like, who we know yes. typically going into podcasts is not the person Never who, who does talks. the most talking or yes. wants to even do the most talking. It's always yeah. their spouse. Yeah, and and there was she was just like, I mean, I it's just crazy. I don't like. I'm waiting for them to come take the badge house away from me. Because she does. She can, how cute! But wasn't their dynamic cute though? He's so clearly cute. so like huge fan. Take yes, he's wait. He, he's a huge fan of her, or you're a huge fan of his? Both. Okay, but that's what yeah. I meant too. I meant it was adorable how sweet he was about her too. Like, and because you can tell she is just the most like humble, truly just kind of like aw shucks, I can't believe this is happening to me. Wait, you guys really like the stuff that I make, kind of person? And he's like, babe, yeah, your stuff's ridiculous. It is ridiculous, and this podcast is ridiculous. The audio look, guys, it's Zoom, so yeah. it's not it's not <laughs> perfect. It. We we dealt with it. Um, we have got all kinds of episodes. These last few episodes, please give it a listen. So we talked about the Corona Cast. We had on past guests. We talked about our book. Yes. In the last episode, we got all, we got a lot going on. Um, give us a listen on anywhere you get your podcast. Date night with Jacob Page. Leave us a comment. Suggest new guests. Download. Snap share. Snap a. Mm. screen grab yep. if you're listening right now just zoop the sides of your phone and that's post not, it tag us all that's not the sound it makes they don't make it doesn't say zoom you do you really think it makes that What's noise it, what does it make it makes literally not a noise like, most yes it does listen you i don't make leave one your right snap now. on listen. do not leave your snap on listen. do you leave your volume listen. on listen point is give us did a, you hear that i did dang it <laughs> and on that note 
Chris and Pablo Arusia. Close enough. Okay. The batch maker. Bye. Here we go. Wait, so are, did you just get your kids down? Yeah. Well, let's talk about it on the podcast. Well, this is the podcast. We haven't started yet. <laughs> No, there needs to be, a, we need to get the, I want to get, make sure we get all the, um, so Pablo, correct? All right. Yeah. And then do you prefer Chris or Christina? Cause, um, not Chris. That's a good, that's good. That's good podcast. Christina feels like you're told me. Well, Christina's on your Instagram. So, so what are you doing? So if we get mad at you during the podcast, we'll say Christina. Otherwise it's Chris. Is it really on my pot, on my Instagram? Now I'm checking. And, and you've got and your maiden name. I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm legally still my maiden name. Yeah, we had our. She doesn't have my name at all. She just puts it on there to make like because, our families like appease them. Because uh, <laughs> we come from like a Hispanic, very traditional Hispanic families that she is not of Aurea, which in in Honduras that's. This is a good podcast. Stuff. Yeah, no, this is no, all. I do want to talk about. Yeah. We're rolling, so we're good because, listen, oh, we have uh, to. Okay, we yeah. have to get to that ASAP because I am having a love affair already. Okay. Do you? I did not realize that you both are from Honduras. I lived in Honduras for two years after college in the Peace Corps, and I never find anyone from Honduras. Yeah. So. Why Honduras? Well, that's where, so I, I put in a request. I said that I wanted to go to a Spanish-speaking country because I have always loved Spanish but never spoke it. <laughs> never knew how to actually. So I knew that I wanted to, like, learn Spanish. I just always loved Latin culture. And uh, so, anyway, that's where I got assigned. Honduras had before. The Peace Corps has actually pulled out of Honduras now. But they used to have the biggest presence in all of, um, yeah, in all of Central America. I think in all the countries that Peace Corps is in. So I am so in love with your country. Where? What part are you guys from? From the capital, from Teotihuacan. Oh, you are. Tegus, oh. yeah. So I lived. I say it like that so people actually Where believe did you me. live? No, she's still fluent. You guys can no, have not, a moment no. if you want me to like sit back here. Right? I would be embarrassed, and I would have to say "como" like every time you said anything. So, but I lived closer to San Pedro. Uh, do you know Santa Barbara? Mm-hmm. Okay, my so... grandfather was from Santa Barbara. Oh, really? I li- do you know by chance San Jose de Colinas? Uh, yes, yeah, small. I know the name, but- it was probably I I like it was like a forty-five minute to hour bus ride to Santa Barbara, but but oh, I just I know we'll have to talk more about Hondu some, but I saw that and I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> so well, well I'm sorry, Jake. High school, so yeah, so you both grew up there together, mm-hmm. and most of your family are still there. Yeah, everybody's down there. Well, he has a sister in Jersey, a and- brother in New York. Yeah, and my sister's in Atlanta, but do you I'm get... one of six children, so it's, it's it's a lot to try to keep up with. Oh, that, <laughs> that that is a lot. Is that amazing to you now? By the way, because you have two, right? Yeah. When you look back and you're like, how does anyone have six children? With with a lot know. of help. Yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, my, yeah, they have their moms and and all of my aunts and uncles, and they had a really tight knit like group of friends that were all in the same boat so i think they were just all hanging out together and, and like family just swapping children to <laughs> give us a piece and then we'll go over here and then we're just like bouncing around families yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay so you guys you grew up together in honduras you dated in high school give us kind of your backstory a little bit okay go me okay <laughs> This is, so this is my podcast debut. So I'm very, I'm oh, very it nervous. Is? Get out of here! You're doing great. This is all. By the way, this is how it always goes. All right, so it's like, oh, hey, the Batchmaker. <laughs> We're having the Batchmaker on, and then the Batchmaker. The whole podcast goes. You go ahead, babe. Go ahead, babe. <laughs> babe. So true. Babe, go ahead, babe. All right, so Pablo, take it. <laughs> all right, I'll take it. So picture it, Honduras, 1987. No, I'm kidding. So we sorry. <laughs> I have to do a Golden Tell me that's not like the year you were born. Yeah. Oh, go away. You're so young. Oh, my gosh. Listen, it's it's that 30s where we don't remember what – we're 30-something. Like, we don't have to remember anymore. At this point, it's 30-something. It's all done. Close enough, right? We're in the same big bucket of 30-something. You were 24 at the beginning of the year 2020, and now we're all about 57 years old. Right. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think I turned, like – 30 in March. Yep. Because from from the beginning of it to the end of it felt like seven years. And then 
I don't know where April and May and June went though. I no. feel like that just evaporated because have you both well i know we'll get to you in, in a minute chris because i know you've been kind of back and forth in terms of working but have you been all from home pablo pretty much yeah uh, i've been super 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 happy honestly <laughs> i mean I, I i work in davidson so i'd have a 30 45 minute commute and i'd have to leave in the morning i'd see my kids for maybe 10 20 30 minutes at mm-hmm. most. then i'd come home and i would be drained from like brain drain and I'd get an hour with them, maybe, and that was it. But we and can, like, kind of cut through all this. Let's be honest. Ten minutes of, like, little kids, you're good. <laughs> Sometimes that's enough, right? No or no? Yes? No? Yeah. <laughs> Say, it's a Four safe place. Two, safe. Well, when, they, when, they tell you, when they tell you, like, don't go to work. Oh, I know. Uh, I know. Nice. You oh, should see Paige. Paige is like a heart of stone. She'd go, well, look, I'm sorry. Mommy's been up since two, and Mommy's taking her nap. Oh. And then mommy's having a glass of wine, <laughs> and then daddy's going to handle everything from there. Like, wait a minute. Wait, hold on. We're we're in the jaded portion of yeah. parenthood right now, so it's lovely that you are not there, and we admire the fact that you've oh, enjoyed oh, being home with him. Ours are um, two boys and a girl. We're actually not. We're kidding. We're actually very much in the sweet spot. We're past. When when our kids were your age, though, I'm I'm very impressed and shocked to hear you say that because I would have been pil- pulling my hair out to be trying to work from home with, yeah. with them at the house. Ours are um, two, two boys and a girl. Our boys are 10 and 11, and our, and our daughter is 7. And Just yours sort are, of peeking through. out of it, yeah. You guys are in the in the thick of it. Ta- yours are how old? Two and five. So the boys two, Jack, and Joe is five. Yeah. Like, it's a... I think it's okay. It's different too because I feel like so dads, dads I think have a, a are super fun with kids a lot of times. Like at least me, I've always wanted to have kids to just like wrestle with them, play with them, hang out, and just be like. I want to re- revert back to childhood. Uh-huh. I'm a big kid on the inside. Yep. So with them here, I have excuses to have fun and do you know silly crap all the time. Chris is not into this. <laughs> and no, then and then nice. feed them I treats. Don't have- Bad guy. Why do I have to be the bad guy? Why do I have to say stop wrestling? Stop. So, anyway. Oh, this is a familiar dynamic. We get it. We get it. Except I'm the bad guy. Oh, that's. But I'm also not playing. I'm just asleep. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. At least you you cop to it. I wake up at two. Yeah. Yeah. So, but our dynamic has been similar. Like we were home for a little bit. So Pablo, I don't know if you and I have never met or talked before, but I host one of the morning shows in town. Good day, Charlotte. So Mm -hmm. I'm up at two and then I, we were home for a while too, doing like broadcast. We would cycle in and out and it was, I'm with you. It was my favorite thing in the world. I thought I would hate it. I thought I would feel isolated and like you would be hard to get work done. It was spectacular, right? Like you can do something and then you're like, I need to step outside and like start a load of laundry. Or go do a dish or... A singular dish. One dish. One singular dish. <laughs> one dish. Okay, got it. We're chipping it. away at it, folks. It's going to take a couple weeks, but one load will get done. Okay. But now I'm back to the station full-time, and he's home full-time still working with all the kids here. And when yeah. I come home, I yeah, I go right to sleep. So, like, I wake up at 4, and basically he's had the whole day, you know, playing dad and teacher and whatever else. So, it's... Mortgage guy. More, well, that's what I mean. Yeah, well, whatever else being your uh-huh. actual job. <laughs> Why does no one know my job? I know. No, I do. I, I thought it. I know your job. I have a it's like mortgage guy. You have so That's much. It, Pablo. You're you, no, you guys have similar jobs, Pablo, because don't you do some? It's at least says marketing, we're, but you yeah, do we're both like a lot creative. of design stuff, right? We're both in creative. Yeah. I, so I, I, I at least have a cool name for what I do. Ooh. Okay. Not mortgage guy. Okay. It's, I'm creative director, so that makes me feel Ooh. You know, creative and fun. Wow. Super creative. It makes my head blow up a little, a lot. My hair helps hide it, but my head gets big every time I get to say I'm pretty. This is one. This is one of those where I, I wish the the video would make it out. Your hair is a problem. It is amazing. Jake's having trouble. I'm having He's trouble so concentrating. Jealous. So like, hair is my thing. I don't ever do it now during the quarantine, the quarantine, <laughs> and okay. and now and now all I've done the last two Zoom podcasts we've done. All right, stop it. Nope, I'm gonna. Why get are a- you doing it? Because don't zoom in. Oh, on his look! Hair. He even gave me an don't angle. Don't zoom in on his hair, Pablo. <laughs> don't am. feed it, Pablo. Don't feed it, uh, Pablo. Give me a hair toss. Give me a little shimmy. Okay. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh wow. No, that's enough. Okay. You know what? Turn it off. Uh, and then the last podcast we did, the guy had amazing hair in that one too. Yeah. This thing so is not here. I'll, yeah. I'll make. Uh, there's something that I've been thinking about a lot with because oh. I care a lot about my hair too. Like 
Two months, maybe. Okay, That's, good. I, I, I cut my own you. hair. Yeah. I cut my own hair. You do? Oh, my God, I love you. <laughs> yeah. So I just go, and he, like, yeah. sees a person. I got a guy. Flowers. I got a guy. So, Pablo, do you do, do you do product? So here's my, I go product, blow dryer, product, hairspray to lock it in. You're Which gonna, You're going to hate me so much. <laughs> this is not roll out of bed. I, this is not roll out of bed here. Product. That's it. But no blow dry. You don't use a blow dryer? I am very blessed. The Lord giveth, but the Lord also taketh away because yeah, I can't grow anything. you got a really no. wispy beard. That's well, a wispy, super yeah, thin beard. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, a buddy at some point, we're talking about a backstory. Oh, that's right. Okay, sorry. Let's go to the backstory. Like, you guys <laughs> have been together for a but while. But we digress. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> high school in Honduras. Yeah. High school in Honduras. Okay. So. Separate high school in Honduras. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Um, met through a cousin of mine who liked her best friend and Wait wanted me to meet her to kind of yep. wingman it. Sure. Um, my cousin actually lied and said that I was visiting from the States. Like the American. Like his, her American, his American cousin. Cousin, because he looks, he doesn't look under and he doesn't look like, he doesn't even have an accent. So I thought he was from the States. You, oh. you look like the guy from Narcos, the actor. He's in Game of Thrones. I'm watching Game of Thrones right now. I'll look it up. Oh, sure. that's, uh, his, I know his name. Yeah, the Mandalorian. I'll yeah. take it. Yes. He is also, yeah, the Game of Thrones. Everything. Um, I real bad. So I'll, take, I'll take Game of Thrones. Yeah. yeah I'll, take, I'll take Mandalorian. Sorry. I was going to say, Game of Thrones, his death in Game of Thrones is truly the worst scene in the history of television. You got to be uh, obsessed with Game of Thrones. Yes. Chris, so do you remember this the same way? What? You, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so were you well, we into him? back in the day on... MSN on, Messenger. MSN Messenger. Oh, my yeah. God. I love it. I love it. it. Was, we were right past AIM, but so we're, in Honduras, everything is... A couple of years behind. I was going to say, so, were you right. in an internet cafe? No. Okay. Ha- yeah. There were some. That's how I used to I check think. email, but I'm older so, than you. So, yeah. And like our internet, if we needed to use it sometimes, it would like it take dialogue. off the, the, you couldn't use the, the phone line. and yeah. Was like, yeah. Yeah. We're still in that, and we're still of a, of the age where we remember the world before cell phones and yeah. before internet. Okay, like, good. I, yeah, I'm still. Yeah, yeah. But we started chatting, and uh, back in, back then, you would have funny names as your actual name. Nicknames. Like a nickname. Like a username. And I would change it every couple of weeks to a different character from Calvin and Hobbes. So I'm a, I'm a big Calvin and Hobbes fan, and nobody ever knew what the hell those names were. We don't have uh, like bookstores in Honduras. We don't have like Barnes & Noble, like, you know. Like it was, yeah. yeah. Well, how did you but know like, about Calvin and Hobbes? So, my sister. so I saw his name and I was like, wait, how do you like Calvin and Hobbes? And I went to, um, it was, your library in your yeah, high school had some Calvin school, and Hobbes. Yeah. <sighs> so I knew them through there. And, and he my sister them. was a fan and we traveled back and forth to the States a lot. But my sister was a big fan of Calvin and Hobbes too. She's much older than me. So she's like, I don't, I don't, I don't even know Mary's age anymore. She's the eldest. <laughs> so she was like in college of when six, I was yeah. a teenager. Um, <laughs> But the second she was like the first person to say Calvin and Hobbes, yeah, to know Calvin and Hobbes, and I'm like, oh, hello. Her? And then, <laughs> yeah, and then after that, we were talking, and and randomly another conversation, like weeks or months later, she asked me what I was listening to, and I'm like, oh, oh I'm listening to to Sinatra because I was that guy in high school. Sinatra, oh get my out of my gosh. face, Sinatra, and you were too. I was too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> so I love that song. I'm like. You do? Hey, and I'm like, all right, cool. And you guys hadn't Done. met yet? This was all just over Instant Messenger? Yeah. So can That's I tell you how cute. that played out in our relationship? I said, yeah. hey, yeah. I uh, I own several Frank Sinatra CDs. I love Frank Sinatra. And she goes, my dad thinks he's the worst singer on earth. That's how it went. <laughs> I can't believe you remember that. I've said that about Frank Sinatra and my I, dad. I thought that was a slam dunk. I thought oh. I was like, hey, babe, I've got the Sinatra Chris's album. I was like, like do you know care. all the words to a Biggie song? Now I'm in. And I do. And he does. I do. He knows the Biggie song. Yeah, I don't. but Frank. Yeah, but Frank was poor to our. Frank was your boy. Our, our first dog 
with Frank Sinatra. So did you guys both then, Did you? so you said, Pablo, you grew up going back and forth to the States. Chris, did you also, and did you both grow up? I know that in a lot of the Honduran schools, they do teach English in the classes, but each of you speaks perfect English. Did you grow up speaking both in your homes? Yeah. We both went to American school, so he speaks it better. He would travel a little bit more than I did. I would travel like once every four or five years. Back and forth to the States. Yeah. My, so my, if you want to go further, my grandfather was the ambassador for Honduras in the U.S. Yeah. So he lived in D.C. for a while with oh, my grandma, wow. with the Reagan and Bush administration. Okay. Wow. So my parents would travel back and forth a lot, too. And, and we would just travel with them often. Yeah. And, you know, it was just, it became almost first nature for me specifically because I, and I was reading a, a, a blog about it. Some guy wrote that know why he prefers to speak and write in English over Spanish as a guy from Honduras. Yeah. And it made so much sense to me because he talked about how Spanish is a, a romantic language mm-hmm. and how it, it it's a beautiful language to speak very like eloquently and, and, and very flowery. It's yes. romantic. But English is a very efficient language. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure that I have like ADD or something because I wanted like go, 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 go. So that efficiency thing made so much sense in my brain that I want to be able to communicate as quickly as possible and as efficiently as possible. So I always fell into English, like even as a kid, it was just easier for me. Yeah. So So there's the term uh, DTR, define the relationship. And so at what point did the two of you define the relationship? I'm imagining it was over brownies. Please tell me it was over brownies or like cookies. Yeah, because did you all, did you bake? We haven't even talked about your baking. I know. Oh, that's Oh, we're getting there. We're getting there. we're getting there. I don't have any of it in front of me. I have to imagine it through this podcast. They're in Breeze's freezer, I think, because no. every time we get, but yes. Oh, by the way, the Watson birthday parties will keep you in business forever, <laughs> forever. forever. Uh, did you did you grow up baking always? No, I mean, no, not really. I had an easy bake oven. I always liked being in the kitchen, but you do like bake I would sales do like stuff. yeah bake sales. Like everybody would pay me. In, what now is like two dollars. It, they would pay me like $2 to make everybody's brownies. So everybody was responsible to bring like 30 cupcakes or 30 brownies. And my house would be like covered in brownies because I'd just be packaging it's and like, making them It's like the, the, the less bad version of, I, I don't want to do my homework. I'm going to pay you to do yes. it. And she would and I, bake their stuff for the bake. Hey, for yes. I like it. But so he, let me ask you this too, because maybe, maybe just where I lived, because I lived in a very small, you know, mountain village that wasn't like it's not like we had like i don't know bake sales or whatever that often if we did like i don't remember brownies or even necessarily sweets being like that big a part of hunter and culture am i is is that wrong or is, is that just where i was living no that's part of like the american i feel like yeah the like american, bake sales are very american schools ish right? yeah so uh-huh. we would have them for school for like trips and field trips and stuff mm-hmm. like, like, or like in, in hunter it's more like sweet breads and pastries so there are cookies right and stuff. like the chinas that she makes the like little shortbread cookies with the dulce leche in them mm. like that's the kind of of sweets you'd get there yeah. like, i remember eating those i don't know what we call them they're called churros and hundreds but they're like the horns filled with cream like with like mm-hmm. the meringue yeah did you you smash those no. in Honduras? what are we those? Get chupos well, i thought were like popsicles almost no churros it's um oh churros like oh yeah churros. i thought you said chupos yeah churros yeah like chips. Churros are chips, but then in the pastry right, the world, churros the, bags. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. They're like those, those like pastry horns. I know what you're talking about. Pastry, the horns filled with meringue. Yes. Oh. I would tell. Uh, can oh. I have a, a, a podcast question? Though? Please. Yeah. What's the What's the tolerance on cuss words here? Where are we at? Oh, great. Tolerance question. on cuss words uh, is fine. Uh, we'll just put explicit content, and we're Hell definitely yeah. we're. D- did you just no? You didn't. Is that your cuss? That was my version. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I I ate the hell out of those, Pablo. Um, yeah. Shit, yeah. Is that better? There Pablo? we go. I you... break okay. the seal. Okay, there okay, okay. We're, we just got to put explicit. We'll content. just put it's explicit. Fine. No yeah, big deal. it's fine. But Please. Chris is giving the Chris's yeah. thing. Shut it down. Yeah, Chris did. She did not want you to curse. No, I'm. No, I'm not. Oh, she wants to. Oh, well then, fucking cuss, Chris. Oh, f bomb. Wow. I just now wanted, that. I want to get them all out there so that you felt comfortable. Okay. So I the, mean, now that you have that little red E on it, then yeah. we can say. Let's go. Anything, anything you want. Uh, that might be the first. Is that the first death bomb in podcast history? Well, uh, now I have. You're going to leave me hanging on my spot myself? Yeah. Uh, hey, guys. I apologize for my 
Heathen wife. I'm the only one who could get fired oh. from my job, I think, for cussing. You so. absolutely could. And yeah. by the way, you know how this is going to go? It's going to end. She's going to go, can, can you, um, um, can can you, you beep out that when I said the F the word? word? Thanks. Thank you. I blame Pablo. Uh, or, I don't. So, all right. So that's how you started baking. I, I still want to figure out how, when When did you guys get married oh, two, down there? So 2006, yeah. you came over. So I did homework. Okay. 2006, yeah. you, came, you went to Georgia <laughs> together, right? Yeah, we Again, to, not together. Not we together. went to separate cities in Georgia. We were dating. Yeah, okay. we, friendly reminder. Yes. Dating they were on a break. 2004. <laughs> we, that's how long we've been together, too. We, I'm somewhere around there. Forever, yeah. We were dating yeah. a couple of years in high school. Yeah. And we dated since then. We haven't, like, oh, That crazy met before us. Oh, yeah. We met in 05. Oh, that's true. Wow. That huh. is true. You little young bucks. All right. So, okay. So, you guys met in 04. Yeah, and yep. then no, we no, met. they met in high school. They, 04 is when they came. You to guys state. met last week. You're on a date right now. <laughs> we met last week, but we got married. Like we met seven like years 2000... ago. 2001. Okay. Oh boy. Like yeah. My little sister who graduated high school, uh, right now. valedictorian, by the way. She's okay. The Get it? Casual. Also, also accepted. Yeah, they're they're Yeah. She's like she's the best. Though. Oh, yeah. that's all. Oh, that's so cute. That you're proud of her too. That's awesome. I'm, I met her when she was three months old. Yeah, baby. Yeah, so that's how. How I neat is that? Yeah, that's yeah. really cool to have all those memories together. Yeah. So we, I was dating somebody else. I'm gonna keep it. No, you just keep talking. It's fine. Jake and I never dated other people before each other. We could park right here. Yeah, you dated a Honduran man. Oh, I did. I did. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Pablo, enough out of you, buddy. The hair is already enough. I don't. All right. So. <laughs> okay, so you were dating somebody else, so that was a little. So you were not together. I was somebody else. He was in the friend zone because he wanted to be my friend. I asked him, "Do you yeah. like me?" Yeah. And he said, "No." So I was like, "Okay, well, then, moving on." Deuces. So yeah. I dated this other Fair. person, and then we broke up. And I just kind of waited, just bided my time. Yes. And then other people wanted to like go out, like date me, and she he was, was like, her, no, no, no. "Her list of suitors was no," and was then. Long. It's the brownies. Ah! <laughs> oh, that makes me so happy. It's absolutely. It's the brownies. <laughs> it was it was weird. It was kinda So he was like, Wait, are you dating? And then I said yes, and then oh okay, let's date. And then we been together. Kind of like, I was like, Okay, fine. No, I can't let other this is like I can't yeah. let it go. Yeah, you I can't, can't let, let this one get by. Right. Yeah. Like, this opportunity Agreed. won't won't come back again and start dating. Like, yeah. And then did you get married here or in Honduras? Both. Oh. So oh, that's we have neat. to legally be married here for the green card. Well, neither of us are American, so we just have to both be married here legally to have like to be able to yeah to, for her to be able to be on my visa or me to be on her visa. Whoever would have that whole chestnut is we can crack later. Yeah. But we got married here in March 2012. Yeah. Okay. And then July 2012, we got married in Honduras. Big shebang. 520 people. Come on. Get out of my face. Wow. It, it was 13 hours long, the wedding. Yeah. It was crazy. What? Wait. From, from like, crack the like, chestnut. Like, Say, explain it. Yeah. Well, I mean, the... the Is that a phrase, the, by the way? Describe it. She just said crack the chestnut. I know, but I didn't know if that if you were just repeating what they said. Or I'm just, repeating what she said. <laughs> I'm cracking... Or he said, I'm cracking chestnuts. <laughs> okay. Crack it and tell it. it. There you go. So, so we got married to Hunter's... We got married for in the, in the church, and it was like nine in the morning, no three p.m. Yeah, and, it and then and then after the church, so we had like the church ceremony at three p.m. And after the church, we had the reception, mm-hmm. and the reception is you know dance, drink, dinner. Uh, in Honduras, is a thing that's a tradition called tornaboda, where at, at like midnight you kind of flip the, the the party and like put a jolt of energy back into the crowd. So there's usually like themed. Yep. And we did like Mexican, Mexican themed. So we had tequila shots and, and, and oh, mariachis come and big mariachi hats. Oh, and God, it was a lot. Yeah. It went on to like three or four in the morning. It was pretty crazy. And 500 people? 500. Mm-hmm. Oh, how? It was more than that, I'm sure. We had Just show ups? Hey, <laughs> heck yeah. They're like, they're doing tequila shots at this party. Let's go. Oh my gosh. All right. So you're married. Uh, you're in the States. Then how do your careers progress from there? Mr. Creative director and Miss Batchmaker. So he, we finished school in Georgia, mm-hmm. different cities. And we just said, 
we have one year after we graduate college to kind of legally work. Legally it's like a work. one year work permit. Basically. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So if you get a job with a company that sponsors you or sponsors your green card, you can then apply for your green card or a work visa. He got a job. Literally, he had 10 days left because they give you like. They give you three months of, after mm-hmm. you graduate to find a job within your field or you got to go. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Wow. Okay. So, yeah, big pressure. Three but months. if you're and married, your spouse can stay with you, right? Is that, oh, I should know better. What the, we were married. Uh, you were not. Okay, gotcha. 2010, yeah. we moved up, we moved to Charlotte together. We were not married. We had never been to Charlotte before. Wow. Why Charlotte? We literally, we literally opened a map and we were like, Atlanta, like traffic. I hate traffic. Miami, we both don't. We yeah, I don't, don't like Miami. Miami. So it was like. We knew we wanted to stay in the southeast yeah. uh-huh. because it was, it was it was relatively easy to go back home or have people visit. Yeah. So southeast kind of left very few choices after that. Yeah, point. Disney was expensive. Yeah, and so I wanted we were a, a like, bigger city. Charlotte. Wow. <laughs> literally just moved here. You knew no one here. Time. Oh my gosh. No one. He had never been here, so he we drove in the in the truck, and he's like, "Oh, oh cool." No way. Wait, that is fascinating because I mean, I feel like that's not entirely, it's still pretty crazy, but not entirely crazy for someone who grew up in the States who has always heard of Charlotte or, you know, as being like a family friendly city Mm -hmm. and it's affordable and it's good for family, yada, yada. You're not even from this country. Yeah, you don't think of Charlotte as like the international. Right. Someone that that you would just literally go, okay, yeah. Maybe like Durham, Mm -hmm. maybe Asheville, maybe. But no, we're going to go to the banking capital. Mm -hmm. And so, so you, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, so you moved, you decided to move here first Thank and then found back. jobs. So we moved up to Charlotte on kind of a whim. We had three months to find a job or else you had to go. I was, oh. well, I studied advertising. So I was going from like agency to agency to agency trying to draw. And, and, and I did a lot of graphic design. So I had a very, very meager portfolio and handful of, of internships that I had done at agencies back home. Um, and I was going door to door from agency to agency and nothing. And this large industrial conglomerate up in Davidson had a job opening that I had open on a tab for like a week, literally before applying. And I was just un- unsure. And I don't know why I pulled the trigger and it worked out. And it's been a crazy blessing. I've been at the company for 10 years now. This Whoa. Sponsored great card. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Same company. Same the whole time. Same company. 10 years. Yep. Wow. So I started as a, lower level in marketing and then i've just been evolving internally since then it's been a lot of really cool opportunities for me to expand my kind of learnings and knowledge in digital marketing and advertising and just marketing in general it's been really cool yeah oh that's awesome and then did you oh go ahead no i was gonna say where so do you live you, you live you said 35 40 minutes away so you're not up north no are you guys in the we city are Concord, no. oh you're in Concord. Oh, you are Oh. No, we're like Huntersville, like between yeah. Concord and Huntersville. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So like right where everything crosses. So technically yeah. in Charlotte, but right right near Concord Mills, but right near Huntersville. Yeah. Okay. So right outside Highland. Got it. Yeah. So did you, then did you, did you work a quote unquote normal job, Chris, uh, before you started the Batchmaker? No. Like what was your progression there? Well, I couldn't work because. So she was on, on my H1B, which is what you get. After that one year, you get a temporary visa for three years that you're allowed to work for. He's and allowed to work. I'm allowed to work. Yeah, I was going to say, so how did you get looped in? Yeah. So, so at that point, we were married. Okay, got it. And she could stay on, on my visa, but she was not allowed to work because laws. I mean, spouses of H1B. <laughs> still don't, right? Still can't. Yeah, you're don't not. Wait, I don't. that doesn't make any sense. I am allowed to live and work here, and my spouse and my dependents are allowed to live here on my visa but they are not allowed to work not allowed is that does that seem counterintuitive to anyone else uh, yeah it does <laughs> so let's crack so, the chestnut or whatever the metaphor was chris to crack it so, like, yeah. so yeah i couldn't work i got a second degree and then i just started going through my honestly just cookbooks i have a, a cookbook i just started baking for his office Wait. We lived in Davidson, so everybody would try it at the office. And what? Literally, that's it. And she they would, said she would also bake things for for like friends and family yeah. and people yeah. that we knew at church that might have like birthdays and stuff. Yeah. And they knew but that she made good stuff, but yeah. it was always just for friends and family. And then you turned it into. So did you? Was your second degree in like business or small business administration or some sort? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. First one psychology. So she, she yeah. brushes it all off. 
she got a degree in psychology, a degree in business, and was very, very, very close to finishing her master's degree degree in clinical mental health. Like, she's busted her ass in school mm. and growing a lot up here. So when people are like, how did you just make it happen? Like, she's, she's got a really good head on this. Yes, yeah, she does. And kiss, a lot of kiss, 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 kiss. kiss. <laughs> uh, a lot of varied yeah. interests too. And you need that mental health uh, expertise during a time like this, right? Small business and just craziness happening, and then you know, online vendors like Square. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. I know we, we don't have to go there <laughs> too soon. I I was part of the crew that ordered during that uh thing, and I said, um, I'm happy oh. to cancel my order, and you were like, No, it's fine. I Everyone you. did, and I was I like, No, you. it's fine. I built so I the fact that I know marketing and digital marketing yeah. stuff, I'm like always pushing for her to do more stuff online and sell online, and so that was like part of me pushing to sell some boxes and do some stuff. So I I built the site and I set everything up so that your it site's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. No. And to, to be honest, it's not it's not Square's fault in case they're listening and you know We have a big square no, following, no. so yeah, this is actually sponsored by Square. It was. Exactly. Well, it, it, it was. This podcast is sponsored by Blue Apron, Square Space, uh Square. Not purple, not purple my purple my sponsors are like Casper and Purple, I feel sponsors everything. Casper, yeah, all yeah. of it. Anyways, but the problem is is the community of amazing people that, that she's built around her that flooded the system that literally couldn't handle it. Uh-huh. Like it's just the system. I don't think it's the problem. I think it's the amazing reception that the Batchmakers had in Charlotte. And I like, know. And I fast forwarded us to the to the end of this. And so I, I do. We're, we're going to get to the point where Chris, we just like fall over ourselves about how amazing you are and what you built. But how did the Batchmaker start? I'm still trying to get my brain around. I was just making stuff for his him and his. You know, teammates at work. I'm like, what? Okay, so, yes. So I just started baking for his office and for friends. And we were going to a church where they had a coffee shop. And they were like, you know, we'll buy or, like, you'll volunteer sorts. And you'll do, like, the muffins and the cookies. And I started doing stuff there and putting my sticker on it. For whenever I did have my green card, I would have, like, the capacity to sell there if I wanted. Yeah. And people started emailing me, like, Oh my gosh, can I have more? Can I order a case? Can I order this? Can a order lot of no's in that. And I was like, yeah. I'm sorry, I legally can't take your money. Like, I'm a rule follower, please. Yeah. Well, I just it's put an really envelope nice. in, the, like, in the mailbox. Like, make, make that money. Yeah. <laughs> Pablo's like, please direct all emails to yeah. me and I will. Fine, you know what? I'm Mr. Batchmaker. Yeah. I'm the Batchmaker. <laughs> I actually made these oatmeal cream pies. <laughs> But the, the, but to be and just to be super back to hitting and cracking the chestnut like legally immigrating into this country is super terrifying because yeah. we knew that I mean okay probably yeah. nothing would have happened if she would have been selling a lot of stuff kind of on the side or under the table people do that stuff all the time I know she's a super rule follower but if there's any little stain on this process it could have meant no you hurt. cannot yeah. live here right in the uh, that's a huge yeah. huge repercussion yeah. You know, yeah. We were there with a Peace Corps because it is a country that needed the Peace Corps and still yeah. really does need a lot of help. It's yeah. not necessarily the safest place to go. Like, yeah, no, I hear you. Yeah. So it was like we just didn't want to do anything that yeah. might for any possible reason hurt. Of hurt course. Country. And so people are like, yeah. fine, I'll take it for free. But right. uh, <laughs> So, uh, all right, then when did that so switch yeah, flip? Thinking, yeah. So, um. Yeah, so I had my first baby, was finishing up my my master's. Yeah, I had mm-hmm. my first baby finishing up my master's. And then I opened, the yeah, I opened the Batchmaker April 29th, and I found out I was pregnant with my second one, literally May 6th. Of course. So, three-year-old girl, right in the thick of her master's degree. She was about to start doing her clinical like Yeah, the only hours. reason why I didn't finish is because I was down like 20 clinical hours. Wait, April yeah. of last year? When? Which, which April? No, like 2018. 17. 17. 17. And did you have the the storefront at that time or the store? That's recent, right? No, I just, I just, had, the, I just had the Instagram handle. The bad That's it. So wait, I'm sorry. Like, she was doing it, like underground, like online orders. And sorry, I missed the part in the middle where you're saying, at what point were you, because then 
how did you, and this is like a lesson for me on like the legalities of immigration that I should feel like I should know more about. At what point did you get to where you were able to start a business? We op- we got our green card in November of 2016. Okay. Got it. And is so that just like I something was- that it just takes that long because it just takes that long? You apply for it the whole time? and There's a lot of factors. We have to do your one year from your optional practical training. And you get three years on the H-1B, which is your temporary work visa. And then you get a second term on H-1B, which is another three years. Yeah. And, and you have to apply term, during a certain time. And then yeah. you have to get fingerprints, pictures, blood, vaccines, <laughs> yeah. literally yeah. so many things. Yeah. Just, then you have to yeah. do it just be okay. And then hopefully you have a company that's willing to sponsor that, the, the residency. Mm-hmm. And again, thankfully, my job was not only willing and able, but they kind of bent over backwards to help make that a possibility yeah. for us. Uh, and yeah, so six years after I'd worked for this company, we were able to start. That's when you both, wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so you get that and you yeah. say like, okay, this is going to be a business. Well, no, I was still like, I don't, I'm not that good. Yeah. I really don't want to do it. It took from November to April for Pablo to drill it in my head. You <laughs> have to do something, take some money, like do something. And then I'm pregnant with Jack. Oh. And that pregnancy was really oh, rough. I was sick. Eight months, eight months with that kid. Yeah. It was awful. I still oh, work. Were you sick? And... Did you have like nausea? Yeah, it was oh. um, Gravite, the the really bad one. The one that like where... Kate Middleton has, where you like literally are sick all day, all the time. Oh no! Oh, wow. And then you've yeah. if you if they give you medicine to make so you don't throw up, then you don't poop for like the whole pregnancy, right? <laughs> it was just awful. It was oh. awful. That was, then, yes. that was a yes. Yeah, that was a yes. That was a hard yes. <laughs> Nervous laughter. Yeah. Oh, like, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm actually still poop? dealing with oh, stuff right now. Yeah. Okay. On a I actually make food <laughs> yes. for people. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. That time felt like definitely a blur. Because a and you're chasing a toddler. Mm. And she was still doing the batch maker stuff. Like she was still right. baking cakes and cookies for people and taking orders. Oh, like on the side. Again, still all word of mouth, all straight social media. All word of mouth. No proper marketing despite my my pushing but right. she's again like she's a case study in in what building a really big social media following and, and community yeah yep. an actual business even during like really troubling times so she built like super honest it was a personal account too so it was they knew like people knew her yeah, yeah. well it felt like so to here's like you hear of actors or like social media stars or whatever it seems like overnight sensation and to like the rest of the world who you popped up on our screen at one point it felt like all of a sudden there's this batch maker coming out of nowhere who is 100%. she you quickly became to us it felt quickly to the us being like the public a charlotte darling you know what i mean like to me like you're in the when you hit the charlotte agenda and they like put their stamp of approval on you in particular I feel like that's t- again to me that feels like a big like you know, was that did when it for Jake you? and Paige reach out to ask you to join their podcast? Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. Now you're really that's gonna blow actually up. the top. <laughs> you are really gonna blow up. After, get ready. Like, there's actually no benefit for me to jump on, <laughs> but I'm happy to join your cute little thing at this point. No, but is that did that feel to you like was there kind of like a you know it hit and then you blew up kind of thing moment or time or thing or was it was it very gradual? She still doesn't think that she's a big deal. And I think that's part of why, like, she is a darling to see. And and I don't. It's not like a naivety or like a a, a, a fake thing. Like she's, she's just that lovely. I'm waiting, I'm waiting for somebody to come into the batch house and say, "Why? Who gave this yeah. to her? Why is she here? Time's up." which is why you so deserve it. Yeah, I feel like it was spring of this year, and it was definitely through Emily and Montel. Um, and I don't know if, obviously, you had built the brand and everything, Pablo, you're saying I'm completely dialed into. Like, you, you build, you build, you build, and then, bam, That's that, it's no accident. That's why you're there. But when it started to be, hey, come to the store, and then it sells out, there is this, like, FOMO thing that is a yeah. huge multiplier. Yes. And I'm not going to lie. I, I am, they call me Freddie FOMO out here, uh, out of the compound. <laughs> I am like the worst at it. And that's absolutely how I found you the first time because I'm like, I'm actually not really left cr- out of the batch maker trend. I don't even like lemon bars, but <laughs> they're selling out <laughs> and I want a lemon bar. And then I come back and like, I got like a, you know, a triple X sweater on sale for 70% off. And I'm like, babe, Look at this sweater. She's like, it's awful. And I'm like, I got a great deal on it. That was lemon bars. I don't even like lemon bars. Get them all. I'm getting them all because I got in. 
so and that was funny. A, I feel like the batch box was that initial uh-huh. feeling like mm, there might be something really good here because all she used to do and again I'm gonna gush on her because she won't do it do it but she so, would sell a whole cake yeah for 17 cookies so right. here at home when I was doing it with the kids I was just I couldn't I don't have anywhere to sell it so I couldn't just do two cookies and a lot of people wanted to try one or two cookies like a pastry cake yes, yes. so I was like oh it has to be for order and then I thought what if I do like a sample box yes. and I do the same amount of cookies? So if my recipe yields 12, I'll do 12 boxes and then each of them has one cookie. Yes. Each of them has a brownie. And then the first time I sold 15 and then they sold out in like 10 minutes. And I was like, oh my God. Um, like she you. could not believe it. And I'm like, no, 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 no. No, it was this like three hours. The first one was like the first three hours. Bit. Yeah. But I'm like, you, you, you don't three know what hours. you have. It's still then, just three hours, guys. And then the second one I did double the amount 30 and it was again like two hours and then it started to get to the point where i was at a hundred like from I'll, my house i'll tell you when i realized she had to have a storefront yeah was her first pop-up ever yeah was at um the brewery lenny boy at lenny boy brewery mm-hmm. and we set up the pop-up and we're like ah oh, man we made too much yeah. like what are we doing like, i'm calling my friends please just come, come you're probably like, those friends are pissed. Those friends showed up and they're like, wait a minute, hold on. I thought yeah. I was at least going to get a cream pie out of this. <laughs> There's nothing left. Yeah. Lying out the door. Oh my God. I felt, so I'm like, so she's super empathetic. And as proud as I was for, for her, and I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah but make sure she got it. Sorry, you didn't get it, buddy. There was a line at her stall, and there was like tons of other vendors too. And I'm like, go to them. We're, we, Gonna run out. Go to them. I know. And people, people like other vendors, like again, like just like Chris, there were there were small bakeries and I bakers know. and makers that were just starting out, and they were coming up to her, being like, "All right, you got to tell us, like, what what are you doing? How did you do it? How did you make that happen?" I'm not doing anything. She though. didn't, and she didn't know. She didn't I'm know. Like, I don't know. Wow. Uh, so, I know, and I'll tell you what is it. One thing that really helps. What is it? The oatmeal cream pies. <laughs> So listen, and li- li- the everything else that you ever like, your stuff is just your stuff yeah, is it's a, it's a problem. Spect- it's so it's it is like it's yeah. decadent. I mean, it is like the it is the epitome of like treating yourself to a decadent treat. It's also pretty. It's also luscious. Okay. It's just mm. Mm. so we have oddly out here on the compound a ton of overlapping birthdays. With Do you the know what he's? And he I probably doesn't know Watsons. when we say the compound. We live on like a weird family. Chris knows. I'm I'm like DMing her. Like, well, can I get banana well, bread recipes? By the way, the compound's craving it. Yeah, one ask me and then say, hey, can you send so, what? So like this with Jake, or can you send this with? Oh. Yeah. Okay, so we all yeah we have like neighbors slash family friends who we all like live together and it's yeah. weird and we all eat a lot of your stuff yeah so a couple months ago it was one of their kids they've got about 100 kids at this point so one of their kids birthdays they love matchmaker they the watsons when when breeze brought out it was a box of like a trillion or just under a trillion oatmeal cream pies we like wept we did. Like there, there was like a crazy react because we truly had no idea. Now we're all spoiled. And a couple of weeks ago it was both of their birthdays, and we're like, "So you got Batchmaker, right?" Like we were just Duh, it's like a given. But when for they broke out the first time, we lost it. If what? What'd you say, Chris? Yeah, for a small cake, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's right." Oh, well, that was a that was an error. Yes, Mattel ordered a small cake for about 45 people, and he he came with his tail between his legs. He was like. Sorry, guys. Well, because they I had. It. I asked him like three times, and he's like, no, keep small, just small. And I'm like, oh, God. It was perfect. It was delicious. And we just yeah. stole the pieces from the kids. It was fine. Yeah. It was perfect. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Our kids, our kids kind of don't care. Yeah, they really don't. They were like, can I? They walked in with Krispy Kreme the other day, and another kid was there, and he's like, what? What? Right. And my kid was like, I don't, yeah, I, I like Krispy Kreme. And the boy says to his mom, I believe they like Krispy Kreme more than the brownies. I know. Here. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> They'll never yeah. appreciate it. They'll never appreciate it. So now, okay. Well, now you got the storefront. Okay. All right. And we, we yeah. talked. Yeah, we yeah. talked. Anyway, October we opened it. That's opening of the Batch House location was October. It has been 
six months? Less than a year. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. And then COVID hit in the middle of right after you opened at, it. At month five, yeah. All right, so let's talk about that. Yeah, I, I don't, we don't, I mean, I already mentioned Square, so I've, I feel like I've sort of eased into the fun experiences of being a small business owner and the whole thing. We've talked about FOMO. You've got lines out the door. It's completely bonkers. Um, but the last few months is, how has it been? Because you've had some highs, and then I'm sure you've had, lows and just like I can't even open the place so what's it been like so when they set out phase two for the first time they were like you know let's close everything our son has alopecia so mm-hmm. he's immunocompromised alopecia means you have like he has zero hair so he's straight ironic. Which, oh, yeah it's super ironic yeah, as ironic. much as like hair I think it was like I think it was God's word way of saying no 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 settle down he's like <laughs> no 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 this this I mean, gentleman's hair settling. is too perfect we, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And tell me, tell, is alopecia, I've heard of that, but is that something that you're born with? Is it genetic? Is it just, no. So he had hair for the first year and then it just. It started falling um, out. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's just a genetic thing. It's yeah. just a random genetic mutation. Like nobody knows why it happens or there's no actual yeah. kind of corroborated science on the actual reason. Yeah. Uh, there's some, it's just his immune system is yeah. basically fighting his hair, the hair follicles. follicles. They think yeah. that it's a foreign yeah. agent, and they're like, "Kill!" And they go and take out all the hair. Was that hard for you to discover? As did you did like did you was it hard to diagnose? I should say, I guess, like you know what I mean. When you notice that, did you was well, it a pretty quick it diagnosis? Was, it, it, was it was kind of scary. Yeah, it was kind of scary because his mom would say, you know, he probably didn't have hair when he was a kid. So I was like, okay, this is just Pablo. Yeah. Like Pablo. I was super blonde too, so like, oh, it's just huh. really thin. You can't really see much. Yeah, and then I went to the pediatrician with our daughter from the checkup and the pediatrician walks into the room and immediately tells me how long has his hair been falling out and just starts like you know asking all these questions yeah. and I'm like scared like is he okay like you know so that was kind of scary yeah. to get like the proper diagnosis and everything yeah. and you know they tell you that like he can have vitiligo and he can have lupus and like all these things down the road so it's just it's a little concerning but he's really healthy yeah he's he's perfectly fine he just yeah. doesn't have health. yeah although it's been coming back since since quarantine all like back here he's been getting some hair really and it's, it's, and his doctor says that he's like seen patients that have not had hair their entire like life 15 for 15 years and now they have hair after quarantine Intra- what because they're just so isolated and they're yeah. just away from other germs that they otherwise might have been exposed to Maybe. that's fascinating it might, be, it might be like they're just they're just the not stressed life, at all yeah. from being like right. not with family and they're like comfortable and cozy and they're home. They're eating three square meals a day. They're yeah. outside in the sun a lot more mm-hmm. and getting a little bit more vitamin D and it's just, yeah, it's, they don't know. It's just, it's, this has never happened. So mm-hmm. they yeah. Just know. And, and, yeah, no, it, that's really interesting. You're open now. You know, it's been yeah. sort of so, open, not open. Okay. Yeah. So with, with phase two, I was like, you know, let's just, it's not going to be long. It's going to be maybe two weeks of this. Let's just close. And my birthday was coming up and I was like, you know, I could use a break. Like the girls were fine with taking a break and I was going to pay them through the end of March. So I was like, it's fine. Maybe how many girls, how, how many employees do you have? A four. Four. Yeah. So like, like rock star team. Yeah. Oh, it's such so a great. tiny team and a tiny kitchen. And, and does Jen and Eastman you know, volunteer? Does Jen Eastman work with you? Yeah, she just she just comes in and helps. She's like, she, do you need help? And shows up at five a.m. So you know she's, she's movement. Like a, she's like one of our yeah. f- my favorite so, people. Movement. Um, we went through movement for our house. Oh we yeah, know Jonathan. Yeah. Jonathan, oh, that's our guy too. Oh yes, you oh, love to love hear him. it. Love to hear it. Oh, that's neat. Yep. Yeah, and he lives like right there. I yep. oh, he does. Running. Yeah, like love from the back house. Yeah. Oh yes. Okay, so, so you so you and, said the girls, yeah, you closed down. You're gonna yeah, pay them so, for the two weeks, quote unquote. Yeah, and that's why I did the banana bread. So I did the <sighs> banana bread video and told everybody, hey, here's the Venmo if you want to like donate for the girls, you know, mm-hmm. just send in like tips or whatever. And again, and people, that community showed up like in an amazing way. Yeah, like so, people are people. People have been so awesome. Yeah, mm. so people started sending like for them and everything and then so that was fine they were taken care of everything else could you know like pause for a second and then april i was like listen we have to do something like this isn't changing so mid-april i was like let's do boxes again so it was me and one other girl 
the whole square fiasco started happening. Yeah. And yeah, we just did boxes every weekend and then we opened. Yeah, because we had the, the, yeah. the mandate without allowed for some like yeah, the openings of, of restaurants for pickups yep. yeah. and, and the like. So now the pastry case is back open a couple times, a couple of people at a time and everybody's wearing masks. We're taking a million precautions. Whenever I go like Saturdays, I might go down and try to help. Uh, and when I got there the first time after we opened again, she's like, this is what you have to clean this with. This is what you have to do here. Mm. Every single time any consumer comes by, you're wiping this and you're wiping that. Down. And I'm like, what's happening? I don't yeah. even know. Well, so it's been a lot. So Chris, I mean, I know you said you had an easy bake oven and you, you were you know, a fan of baking and cooking and all that kind of stuff. And then you sort of like accidental entrepreneur, accidental, you know, rock star business owner. I'm like how, but I'm, are you, I'm are you enjoying it? I, I am. I, I mean, it's hard. There was, there was that moment of this spike just, we were like, at the beginning, we were like, is it going to be like, I told her, it's, I, I'm scared that it's going to be like a pop-up every single day, volume-wise. Mm. She's like, no way. I'll Please, make, two, I'll dozen make two dozen cookies and maybe they'll sell in a day. And she's, she, thought it, she thought it was going to be totally different. So just to be blindsided by the volume and, again, just the amount of people that are coming out to support has been a, a blessing and something to, that I feel has been a lot for yeah. both of us to kind of yeah. deal with and figure out like she's there super early because she has i think she asked you that if you wake up at two in the morning she's waking up at three or four you're in the not morning. far she's behind right me there, right? right yeah so let me ask you guys too as a couple because we were just talking about this right before the podcast too we have a friend who has been home with they very have similar the, very similar well sort of yeah similar the, uh, uh, they have they have uh twins five-year-old little boys and she's been home with them pretty much the whole time and now is sort of transitioning into starting her own small business very gradually and kind of dipping her toe in right and seeing if she wants to. And we were just talking about how hard that dynamic is as a couple when one of you does that. And, you know, often it's the mom who's kind of been home and then and then if that happens and how hard that is for the dad, the husband, who's kind of used to, like, having someone who's been cooking dinners and taking care of the kids and doing whatever, all of a sudden, like, that whole dynamic changes. And, I mean, that's not the same dynamic that you guys had, I know, because you had, you know – it wasn't exactly like you had like a lifetime of, you know, doing that and then transition to a business, but it's still like when a business kind of blows up you and Pablo, you're, you're pretty much still in your consistent, you know, hours and then you're home, which makes it harder too to get done, get work done when the kids are there and what have you. And then you've got this other small business that's blowing up that didn't used to be there. You know, I don't just, has that been a, a tough adjustment for you guys just as a couple to like, have you had to kind of have, have some like boundaries and set like you are on these two hours with the kids or, you know, how do you so do I'll that? Just go, are you guys fighting a lot? Uh- <laughs> Not <laughs> right. Not but I feel like Chris is, is is hitting that burnout wall a lot because yeah. it's been hard for me to adjust and I will take full blame for it that I've just not I don't have that muscle memory of it's this time I need to start prepping for dinner I need uh-huh. to start making and I love to cook but I take my time with it and there's only a handful of things that I really know how to cook well and that I feel comfortable with and I've just never after 10 years of basically going through the motions my brain again back to that efficiency thing it like falls into routine mode yeah and breaking out of that for me has been super super hard and even now we're starting to try like i it's hard to figure out to build this parameters and and those boundaries on what to do when and how because i i end up falling again it's five o'clock the kids eat like at five thirty or six so i don't have a lot of time to to make those meals so i end up falling back on easy stuff like leftovers from yesterday maybe with a little bit of extra this or this, i don't know chicken and rice because that's easy or frozen stuff that we might have and it's like i feel like normally. i'm cheating because i know oh that's how we cook normally probably we're please with stop. you are you kidding stop, Pablo, cereal, you're making cereal, like half the I'm like, time. oh my gosh i gave a pasta tonight babe yeah you talk about tripping up on compliments i legitimately believe that she is a better cook than she is a baker no stop it no, really? hold on. No, wait, hold on a second. And you love it too. Do you love it, Chris? And you're you're like legit. I do. I really like cooking. I mean, God, I Pablo, careful it. now, Pablo. Pablo, this podcast launches businesses. And wait, are you news. gonna? Are you maybe gonna start yes, another business that's too? What I'm no. Hearing. No. That's what I'm hearing. No. What? So can you I give us? That. Give us a I give us that. a hint. Like, what are some of the things that you cook? Like, do you have go to dishes? What do you? God, do you cook Honduran food? Do you cook baleadas? Why does no one else in the world do baleadas? Yes, I- 
Well, you can I imagine could, a little baleada truck in, in Charlotte. Come oh, my God. Explain to Jake what a baleada is because he doesn't know. maker baleadas game over. It's Hot take. I will. I will. Like, I, I always tease her. I'm like, we should do that. I'll quit. I'll just do it. I'll yeah. run it. Let me do it. I'm and so she's tired. like, stop. You're yeah. so tired. I know. I know. Wait, what do you cook? Okay, tell Jake what a baleada is and then tell us some of your dishes. I'm imagining it's like a cone with cream in it. No, (laughs) opposite. Okay, sorry. It is definitely a mobile food. Wait, it's it's kind of like a cone in it? No, it's heaven. It's like, I I don't know how, it's not like a a flour tortilla. Instead of a corn tortilla, it's a flour tortilla. Mm. And the base of the flour tortilla has uh, refried red beans Mm. and like a cream, kind of like sour cream, but a hunter and a Mexican sour cream. And that's oh your base. That's like your starting line, baleada. Okay. Flour tortilla, refried red beans, and cream. But in Honduras, that's just like the like a pizza is the dough and the sauce and the cheese. That's kind of where you start with a baleada and you put eggs in it or avocado or chorizo or oh. uh, fried plantains in it. And it's just like... Hey, there's a really good restaurant that sells the best baleadas. I'm going to send you a message. Oh, yeah. please do. Oh my God! I love it. Um, You guys are sipping red wine. Your kids are down. (laughs) We have taken about an hour hour of your time, so I I want to let you go. Um, Before we let you go, though, you're not allowed to say yourself. Where? What's your favorite dessert place in Charlotte? Ooh. Or food. Or beverages. Chris, I'm trying to, I'm widening the scope here. <laughs> what other fellow, yeah, food businesses in town do you like? Do you go to or order from? You, my my heart kind of fell down into my into my stomach when this all hit because we had just discovered the Goodyear House. Oh, gosh, the Goodyear House. Oh, we've never. Becca, who does desserts there, is amazing. Never mm-hmm. done Goodyear House. No, we haven't. Never. You've never done the Goodyear House? Well, oh, it, just op- it just opened in Plaza... Right Mark. before this all this whole thing Not hit, bit Noda, sorry Noda, mm. and that's right. It 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 was so good, and that broke my heart that it happened. You went so once and then it like clo- yeah. You went like two or three times. Yeah, and good. she went with with some of her staff uh, before it all hit. Yeah, it's good. It's really good. It's good and honestly, I'm an ice cream gal, so I don't like to go out for dessert because yep. I can probably sit and it yeah. just. <laughs> Yours is going to yeah. be better. You can say I know, it. I know her dessert. I can oh tell you her favorite dessert. Oh, yeah. Dessert. She has one. 131 Main. Yeah. She has it. Oh. 131 Main? Wait, hold on. Now now you're down in South Charlotte with us. No, there's a 131 Main in a much cooler part of town. Yeah. In where? Davidson, yeah. Oh, there is? Because there also yeah. used to be one right near, Um, what's, okay. the, what's, the, what's the place? Oh, um, It's called Blakeney. No, no, and no. And there's no. a million children running around. There was around. another one near near where Bob Peter's new place was. There that was, was what's that oh, called? Queen Bakersfield, and the Crown? next to Bakersfield. Queen and Crown. Yeah. Right, whatever part of town that is. Stillworth or something. I don't know. It's just, it's. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The People's Market. Well, when we first went into the quarantine, like everyone else, I decided to bake banana bread. <laughs> I didn't know you at all. And you were about as nice as can be on Instagram and your DMs and really genuinely wanted me to help. And then, Pablo, without even knowing you, I fell in love with you on your (laughs) recipe video on the one outtake when you apparently asked her, wait, so how How long to microwave the butter? Yeah, how long to microwave the butter? (laughs) And she throws you so much shade with her eyes. She just did it again. And in in that (laughs) moment, I said, this is a couple, this is a guy, this is a woman. I love and so yes, Chris, we wanted you on the Batchmaker. You're amazing. Your your desserts are amazing. Right. But Pablo, no. I have been dying to have you on too, just for that one line <laughs> of like, bless this man. He is trying to make a good video. He must be in marketing. <laughs> the thing is, I know too. Like, if I were to watch a video and they're like, just melt the butter, I'd be like. No, 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 no. For how long? I don't know how to melt the butter. Oh, <laughs> oh that's him. Jake asks, like, like the re- there is no detail level high enough for a recipe for Jake. <laughs> like, it says put the butter in the bowl. Am I supposed to unwrap the butter first? Like, what do I do? Like, oh, he needs okay. every. I don't put packaged you, butter in a first bowl. First you breathe in, and then you breathe out, I and then you, you. stick. Yeah, so he's with you. 
Uh, well, considering okay. everything that you have going on, the fact that you just gave us an hour, we cannot thank you enough. Can we, can we, when COVID goes away, can we all go out for Honduran food together? And, and then we'll just like bring okay. in a backpack, we'll bring Batchmaker dessert so that we can just eat on the sidewalk afterwards dessert. Perfect. Perfect. I'll right. message you the, the names of the places. Oh, please so do. Oh my God. I can't wait. You guys are the yeah. best. Thank you so much for making time to talk with us. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. <laughs> and thanks for uh, doting on her. I know that the more that we can remind her how awesome she is, like she, I'm all for it. Oh, <laughs> she is. She is. And thanks for your hair, Pablo. And thanks for yeah. your hair. Okay. <laughs> to yeah. end on a hundred well, note, oh. que les vayan bien. Okay. That sounded like something good. <laughs> Bye, guys. Thank you. Mm, oh, yeah. Thanks for listening, y'all. For past episodes and more, visit jakeandpage.com or get all up in iTunes or wherever you get your podcast with your fine self sitting on your fine couch. Mm-hmm. Talk to you next time. Uh, yeah. I said, uh, yeah.